0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Friday has
1: arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday of the sixth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And on this Friday, May 27th, 2022, it's the optional memorial of St. Augustine of Canterbury. In the year 596, some 40 monks set out from Rome to evangelize the Anglo-Saxons in England. Leading the group was Augustine, their prior, Now they heard stories about the ferocity of the Anglo-Saxons and returned to Rome, but Gregory the Great assured them that their fears were groundless. So Augustine set out again. King Ethelbert received them kindly, set up a residence for them in Canterbury, within the year was himself baptized. Augustine constructed a church and monastery near where the present cathedral now stands. Augustine wisely heeded the missionary principles Purify rather than destroy pagan temples and customs. Let pagan rites and festivals be transformed into Christian feasts and retain local customs as far as possible. St. Augustine of Canterbury died in 605. He is known as the Apostle of England. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for all young people called to live life to the fullest. May they see in Mary's life the way to listen, the depth of discernment, the courage that faith generates, and the dedication to service. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My
2: Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence, I ask your pardon for my sins, and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's uh, first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, from chapter 18, tells us about a vision that Saint Paul had of Jesus. There he saw Jesus standing in front of him. And the Lord gave him these very comforting words. He said to him, Do not be afraid, go on speaking, and do not be silent, for I am with you. No one will attack and harm you, for I have many people in this city. Well, this language is similar to some of the passages we see in the Old Testament when God addresses like the prophets, or other men like like Moses, you know, when Moses stood in front of that burning bush and God told him to go to Pharaoh and to free the Israelites. Well, this was a pretty daunting prospect for Moses, you know, to go and face the greatest power on earth. But God said to him, I will be with you. And he said the same to the blessed mother. And when he announced to her, uh, that she would uh, give birth to the Messiah you know, who would save his people, he said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. Right? And, well, it is said that these words of not being afraid, of course, are meant to allay the overpowering um, impact of God's presence. And I'm sure that Paul was awed and and fearful in this tremendous presence of the divine. But Paul was also pretty stressed and filled with anxious premonitions about the severe treatment that his opponents will hand out to him in in Corinth. He must have been reeling with anxiety, thinking in his head, uh, you you know, what they would do to him. But now he remembered those words, do not be silent for I am with you. Do not be afraid, especially don't be silent. And so he understood that this was indeed his responsibility to go to Corinth and speak. He had to go and preach. He had to say something, even if he was going to face all this hostility. And he could have thought, well, now is not the right time. Let's just wait it out a bit, maybe later. Hmm? But then he thought that if, Wait, if God is with me, even if I am apparently unsuccessful, God will draw out fruit from this. He will inspire the right words or just give me the courage to face this, this obligation. And we know that preaching the gospel is not just for certain people with a particular education or degrees in, you know, theology. It's really a task that God offers all of us to the rich, to the poor, to the educated, and even to the uneducated or the ignorant. He's telling us, don't be silent. And right now, well, we're in a pretty secularized society. And it often rejects even the most fundamental moral truths that we stand, stand by. And perhaps we can see, well, how courageous have I been in this area of speaking? Or do I just stay in very safe areas? Or have I remained silent? Well, in our in our prayer now, we can tell the Lord, we can tell you, Lord, that maybe, Lord Jesus, I'm unsure, maybe I am afraid. Um, and what will you tell me? How can you guide me? We have a good example in St. Justin, the martyr. He was a Christian apologist from the second century. He died in the year 165. And he said it quite clearly. He said, not only philosophers and scholars believed in Christ, but also workmen and people wholly uneducated, all scorned glory and fear and death. And he too felt that none of these could stay silent. You see, Justin had been born a pagan, and he spent a long time researching and and trying to figure out more about the true God and which one could really tell him the truth. He started, well, pretty eclectic, dipping into Platonism and then later into Stoic philosophy as well. And he recounts that he was really under the charm of platonic philosophy. And he thought that this was really going to be the way to go. And then one day he was walking along the seashore. You can just picture him, this beautiful beach, and he's walking along. And suddenly, he meets this mysterious old man. And they started talking, walking along for quite a while. And the conclusion of their long discussion was that he could not arrive through human knowledge alone at the idea of God. But that he needed to be instructed by the prophets who were indeed inspired by the Holy Spirit who had known God and could make him known. That, that was his conclusion after speaking with this old man. Now, we don't know who this this guy was, this old man, but clearly he did not remain silent, and he was a very effective uh, apostle. I mean, he was talking with him, and he was doing apostolate with, with Justin, he would listen to him, I can imagine he would understand where Justin was coming from. He probably knew something about you know Platonic philosophy or philosophy. And he didn't he didn't badger him or scoff at his ideas, and he must have really opened up horizons to, to Justin. Justin said, When I was a disciple of Plato, hearing the accusations made against the Christians and seeing them intrepid in the face of death, and of all the things that men fear, I said to myself that it was impossible that they should be living in evil and in the love simply of pleasure. It was impossible, he said. Now this old man too must have been exemplary in his calm, in his kind manner, and also in his you know, lacking fear of becoming in some way unpopular. Now, it is said that St. Justin uh, converted in about the year 130 AD. So he it seems he went to Ephesus then, and then he went to Rome, and he started speaking and exchanging with other philosophers. And he could see that some of these cynic philosophers were starting to conspire against him. And he says that in his in his second apology, he says, that i too expect to be persecuted and to be crucified by some of those whom i have named or by crescens that friend of noise and of ostentation <laughs> so i don't know what exactly he means by noise and ostentation but i'm sure that he always remembered the serene example of that old man along the seashore who spoke so clearly now we have afterwards we have a pretty detailed account of his uh, martyrdom that he underwent with several other Christians and and the prefect this guy Rusticus demanded that he sacrifice to to the gods and he said Justin said no one in his right mind gives up piety for impiety and he, he was they demanded again that he do it but in the end he said no I'm I'm not going to sacrifice to these gods and he was well he was martyred. Now, at that time, for sure, he was definitely afraid, but he faced it. And he knew that God was with him, and he did not remain silent. Hmm? And uh, he had, had, like St. Paul, he had a deep sense of responsibility. Hmm? Do I realize that I have that responsibility? Now, here's a beautiful passage from the first point in The Forge by St. Josuria. It's the first point, point number one. He says, We are children of God, bearers of the only flame that can light up the paths of the earth for souls, of the only brightness which can never be darkened, dimmed, or overshadowed. The Lord uses us as torches to make that light shine out. It depends on us that many should not remain in darkness but walk instead along paths that lead to eternal life. So who am I a torch for? Whose life do I illuminate? And we cannot be these sedentary Christians that the Pope, Pope Francis often speaks about. We cannot be these couch potatoes and fall into this passivity. Let us really engage in our faith by really not remaining silent and see where I have perhaps remained silent and begin to speak, because this will reflect our true identity eh, to be fishers of men launching out into the sea where there are many, many fish indeed. We ask our Blessed Mother, Queen of Apostles, to help us and intercede for us in this. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday of the 6th week of Easter, May 27th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadiq. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your your praise. praise. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia.
4: Come, let us
5: adore Christ
4: the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit
3: on his people.
4: Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
5: Come before him, singing for joy.
4: Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who
5: promised to send the Holy Spirit on
4: his people. Alleluia.
3: Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock.
5: Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit
4: on his people. Alleluia. Go within His gates, giving thanks; enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on His people. Alleluia!
3: Indeed, how good is the Lord; eternal His merciful love. He is faithful. From age to age,
5: come. Come, Let
3: us us adore adore Christ the Lord, Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit Spirit. on His people. Alleluia.
4: Glory to the Father and and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
3: As it was 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 in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen.
4: Come. Come, Let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit Spirit on His people. Hallelujah. do not punish me. Alleluia.
5: Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger,
4: do do not not punish me. Alleluia. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon
3: me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin. There is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
3: As it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, in In your anger,
6: do not not punish me. me. Alleluia.
5: Lord, you know all my longings.
4: Alleluia.
6: Lord, you know all my longings. Alleluia.
4: My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long.
3: All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. I cry aloud in anguish of heart.
4: O Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes.
3: My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long.
4: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
3: As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you You know all my longings. Alleluia. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. Alleluia.
6: I confess confess my guilt guilt to you, Lord.
3: Do do not not abandon abandon me,
6: for for you are my Savior. Alleluia.
4: But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense.
3: I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip.
4: For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay.
3: My wanton enemies are numberless and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good and attack me for seeking what is right.
4: O oh Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O oh Lord, my God, my savior.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
4: As it it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
3: and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy.
6: I confess confess my my guilt guilt to you, Lord.
3: Do do not abandon me,
4: for for
5: you are my Savior. Alleluia.
3: Christ Jesus, you have risen from the dead. Alleluia.
0: Let Let
6: the heavens heavens and the earth rejoice. Alleluia.
0: From the first letter of the Apostle John. See what love the Father has bestowed on us in letting us be called children of God yet that is what we are. The reason the world does not recognize us is that it never recognized the sun. Dearly beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall later be has not yet come to light. We know that when it comes to light we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope based on him keeps himself pure, as he is pure. Everyone who sins acts lawlessly, for sin is lawlessness. You know well that the reason he revealed himself was to take away sins. In him there is nothing sinful. The man who remains in him does not sin. The man who sins has not seen him or known him. Little ones, let no one deceive you. The man who acts in holiness is holy indeed even as the Son is holy. The man who sins belongs to the devil, because the devil is a sinner from the beginning. It was to destroy the devil's works that the Son of God revealed himself. No one begotten of God acts sinfully because he remains of God's stock. He cannot sin because he is begotten of God. That is the way to see who are God's children and who are the devil's. No one whose actions are unholy belongs to God, nor anyone who fails to love his brother.
3: See how great is the love the Father has given us.
5: We are are called called God's children, children, and that that is what
3: what we are.
5: are.
6: Alleluia!
3: We know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He really is.
5: We We are are called God's God's children, children. and, and that, that is what, what we are. Hallelujah. From a sermon by Saint Leo the Great, Pope. At Easter, beloved brethren, it was the Lord's resurrection which was the cause of our joy. Our present rejoicing is on account of his ascension into heaven. With all due solemnity, we are com- commemorating that day on which our poor human nature was carried up in Christ above all the hosts of heaven, above all the ranks of angels, beyond the highest heavenly powers to the very throne of God the Father. It is upon this ordered structure of divine acts that we have been firmly established so that the grace of God may show itself still more marvelous when in spite of the withdrawal from men's sight of everything that is rightly felt to command their reverence, faith does not fail, hope is not shaken, charity does not grow cold. For such is the power of great minds, such the light of truly believing souls, that they put unhesitating faith in what is not seen with the bodily eye. They fix their desires on what is beyond sight. Such fidelity could never be born in our hearts, nor could anyone be justified by faith, if our salvation lay only in what was visible. And so, our Redeemer's visible presence has passed into the sacraments. Our faith is nobler and stronger because sight has been replaced by a doctrine whose authority is accepted by believing hearts, enlightened from on high. This faith was increased by the Lord's ascension and strengthened by the gift of the Spirit. It would remain unshaken by fetters and imprisonment, exile and hunger, fire and ravening beasts, and the most refined tortures ever devised by brutal persecutors. Throughout the world, women no less than men, tender girls as well as boys, have given their life's blood in the struggle for this faith. It is a faith that has driven out devils, healed the sick, and raised the dead. Even the blessed apostles, though they had been strengthened by so many miracles and instructed by so much teaching, took fright at the cruel suffering of the Lord's passion and could not accept his resurrection without hesitation. Yet they made such progress through his ascension that they now found joy in what had terrified them before. They were able to fix their minds on Christ's Divinity as he sat at the right hand of his Father, since what was presented to their bodily eyes no longer hindered them from turning all their attention to the realization that he had not left his Father when he came down to earth, nor had he abandoned his disciples when he ascended into heaven. The truth is that the Son of Man was revealed as Son of God in a more perfect and transcendent way once he had entered into his father's glory. He now began to be indescribably more present in his divinity, to those from whom he was further removed in his humanity. A more mature faith enabled their minds to stretch upward to the Son, in his equality with the Father. It no it no longer needed contact with Christ's tangible body, in which as man he is inferior to the Father. For while his glorified body retained the same nature, the faith of those who believed in him was now summoned to heights where, as the Father's equal, the only begotten Son is reached not by physical handling but by spiritual discernment.
3: We have such a high priest who sits at the right hand of the throne of majesty in heaven.
5: Let Let us approach him in true sincerity
3: and and full of faith, with with our our hearts cleansed cleansed and freed from an an evil conscience. conscience. Alleluia. Let us stand firm in the profession of our hope, for he who made the promise is faithful. Let Let us us approach him in true sincerity and full of faith, with With our our hearts hearts cleansed cleansed and freed freed from from an
6: evil evil conscience. conscience. Alleluia.
4: Let us pray. O God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, raise us up, we pray, to the author of our salvation, who is seated at your right hand, so that when our Savior comes again in majesty, those you have given new birth in baptism may be clothed with blessed immortality through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit god forever and ever
1: amen 23 minutes before the hour we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes along with in conversation with God in morning prayer. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Friday of the sixth week of Easter, May 27th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadiq in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus assures his disciples your sorrow will turn to joy. It's from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of John. Truly, truly I say to you, you will
2: weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is in travail, she has sorrow because her hour has come But when she is delivered of the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a child is born into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. In that day, you will ask
3: nothing of me. Truly, truly I say to you, if you ask anything of the father he will give it to you in
1: my name this selection from truth and life the dramatized audio bible courtesy of falcon picture group daily and sunday mass readings are on the relevant radio app okay lest you think that the holy spirit's gift of understanding is just for special people let me assure you that's not the case it's for everyone Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Through the gift of understanding, the Holy Spirit makes us plumb the depths of the mysteries of revelation. In a supernatural and therefore in a gratuitous way, he teaches us the meaning of the deepest truths of faith. As St. Teresa says, it is like one who, without having learned anything or having taken the slightest trouble in order to learn to read, finds himself in possession of all existing knowledge. He has no idea how or whence it has come since he has never done any work, even so much as was necessary for the learning of the alphabet. This last comparison, I think, furnishes some sort of explanation of this heavenly gift, for the soul suddenly finds itself learned. And the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity together with other lofty things is so clearly explained to it that there is no theologian with whom it would not have the boldness to contend in defense of the truth of these marvels. The gift of understanding enables us to grasp the deeper meaning of the scriptures, the life of grace, the presence of Christ in each sacrament, and in a real substantial way in the Blessed Eucharist. It gives us, as it were, an instinct for what is supernatural in the world. For the eyes of one of Christ's faithful, illumined by the Holy Spirit, there is a whole new universe to be discovered. The mysteries of the Most Blessed Trinity, the Incarnation, the Redemption, and the Church become living realities affecting the day-to-day life of the Christian. They have a decisive influence on his work, on his family life, and friendships. Prayer becomes deeper and deeper. Those who are docile to the Holy Spirit are purified in soul, awakened in faith, and can discover God in all created things and in the daily events of ordinary life. The lukewarm person does not heed these touches of grace because his soul is closed to the divine. He has lost his sense of faith and of the demands and details of faith. The gift of understanding allows us to contemplate God in the midst of ordinary matters and events, whether pleasant or sorrowful. The way to achieve the fullness of this gift is by personal prayer in which we contemplate the truths of faith, by a joyful, loving struggle to maintain presence of God throughout the day, by fostering acts of contrition whenever we have cut ourselves off from God. This gift is not something extraordinary given only to exceptional persons. No, it is given to all those who want to be faithful to God wherever they find themselves, sanctifying their joys and sorrows, toils and rest. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, We pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance.
6: Lord, make haste to help me.
1: Glory to the Father,
3: and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
4: Have courage, my son. Your sins are forgiven. Alleluia.
6: Have courage, my son. Your, your sins, sins are forgiven. forgiven. Alleluia.
4: Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O oh, wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin.
3: My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done.
4: That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived.
3: Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart, teach me wisdom. O purify me, and I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow.
4: Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins, turn away your face and blot out all my guilt.
3: A pure heart, create for me. and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise.
4: For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn.
3: In your goodness, show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust, offered on your altar.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father. He who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience, so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations.
6: Have Have courage, courage, my son, your your sins sins are forgiven. forgiven.
5: Alleluia. You go forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. Alleluia.
6: You go go forth forth to to save your people, to save your anointed one. Alleluia.
3: O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion.
4: God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled.
3: His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one.
4: You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles, at the sound my lips quiver.
3: Decay invades my bones, my legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress, that will come upon the people who attack us.
4: For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exult in my saving God.
3: God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds, and enables me to go upon the heights.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
3: as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be
4: forever. forever. Amen. You go go forth to save your your people, to save your
6: your your anointed one. one. Alleluia.
3: Zion, give praise to your God. He has brought peace to your borders. Alleluia. Zion, give
4: praise praise to your God. God.
6: He He has has brought brought peace to to your borders.
4: borders. Alleluia. Alleluia.
5: O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God.
4: He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you he established peace on your borders he feeds you with the finest wheat he
5: sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command he showers down snow white as wool he scatters
4: hoarfrost like ashes he hurls down hailstones like crumbs the waters are frozen at his touch He sends forth his word, and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth, the waters flow.
5: He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel, his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. as As it was in the the beginning, is is now, and will be forever.
6: Amen.
5: Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now, as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. Zion,
6: give praise to to your God.
5: God. He has brought brought peace to your
6: borders. Alleluia.
5: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles The God of our fathers has raised up Jesus, whom you put to death, hanging him on a tree. He whom God has exalted at his right hand as ruler and savior is to bring repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We testify to this. So too does the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those that obey him. The word of the Lord. Thanks thanks be be to to God. God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, Alleluia. The
6: The Lord is risen from from the tomb. tomb.
5: Alleluia, Alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Because he suffered death, we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. Alleluia.
6: Blessed be the
5: Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people
3: and set them free. He has has raised up for
4: us
5: a mighty
3: Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies
6: and And to to guide guide our feet into into the the way of of peace. Glory to the Father,
3: and to to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
6: is now, now,
5: and and will will be forever. Amen. Because he suffered death, we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. Alleluia.
4: Christ ascended into heaven to send the Holy Spirit on the apostles. Let us join with one voice in praising him and say, Send, send us, us your, your spirit. spirit. Lord Jesus, you ascended into heaven, send us the promise of the Father.
3: That we may be clothed with power from on high.
4: Send, send us, us your, your spirit. spirit. Your disciples were to be as wise as serpents and as simple as doves.
3: Through your Spirit, Teach us prudence and simplicity. Send Send us us your your Spirit.
4: Spirit. You are seated at the right hand of the Father.
3: Pray for us as our priest. And pray in us as our head. Send Send us us your your Spirit. Spirit.
4: Grant that in every trial we may suffer with you.
3: And so be glorified with you. Send Send us us your your Spirit. Spirit. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer.
4: who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ raise us up we pray to the author of our salvation who is seated at your right hand so that when our savior comes again in majesty those you have given new birth in baptism may be clothed with blessed immortality through our lord jesus christ
1: Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out now, make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission.